A quick note before we begin. As mentioned at the top of last episode, due to schedule conflicts, we did in fact have to move the final recording day of this episode to March. So, most of the episode you're hearing was recorded roughly four months after Act 1. Rachel is going to go into details, but due to schedule conflicts, the part of Magna in this act will be played by Valerie Stack Dodge. Also, content warning. This episode does contain explicit language and adult themes, including drug use, sex, and infidelity. So if you're thinking about listening with the kiddos, maybe rethink that. We hope you enjoy the play. story about the arts slash radio slash maybe just us and our uh, inability to to, uh, schedule well. When we first began this podcast, it was October? November 4th. And then we showed up for our first play, Shannon Deep's If Found, Please Call, on November 4th. Jenny's reminded me. On November 4th. We were so excited. We had donuts. Mm -hmm. Like, we were ready to go. Mm -hmm. And then we didn't finish. Barack Obama was still present. Those beautiful days. Those beautiful golden days where we had donuts and Obama. (laughs) And then, as these things happened, we got Trump and screwed for time. (laughs) We only recorded Act 1. We only recorded Act 1, and I I think about four seconds of act two and it took us days i felt like we were here for 18 hours but we didn't do it um and in subsequent so so we said okay well we've announced that this is our first play but people know that these things change so we announced that that was going to be shelled for a little bit we went on to a couple of wonderful other plays we started with parched by dustin sullivan we um uh did our live taping of troop 54 um we're currently working on our fourth episode that's gonna be coming out uh shortly april right yeah yeah we're yeah. doing Little Wars by Stephen McCasland. Little Wars by Stephen McCasland. It's an awesome play. We're so excited about it. But we're like, we're we're cruising down the highway of podcast life, right? And we realize we have not gone back and finished If Found Please Call. And so we contact, I, I don't know if anyone has ever tried to schedule a, a group of five actors in New York <laughs> um, four months later. But... <laughs> Uh, it didn't go so well, but we managed to get uh, uh, nearly, nearly everyone back today, and we're going to be finishing. So what you're hearing is just the second part of an episode. It's going to feel roughly the same, but it's actually several months later. It's it's the what beginning of right now. It is March first. We <laughs> nearly hit. We nearly hit a thousand months. We were so close, which is I think that's that's the golden anniversary, right? Yeah. So we're thrilled to have nearly everyone back today. Very sad to not have Michelle Duffy with us, but we're. Um, we're pretty pretty pleased to have Valerie Stack Dodge playing Magda. Good morning. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Yeah, you made it to Astoria. You've... I did all the way from Jersey. You had oh a <laughs> oh, oh my god, oh, man. She wins. I'm so sorry. It took the rest of us four months to get here. So it's <laughs> Just really two hours. almost five. Yeah. Almost thank, um, thank you. For thank that. you. No problem. I'm just <laughs> Jenny. Unfortunately, was available today. So, uh, so and you had uh, something like eleven whole hours of notice before. I did. Yes. Yeah. So uh, you're I'm off happy book. to be here. Okay. <laughs> and uh, it's tradition at the table podcast to uh, ask people. You're welcome to tell us lots of other stuff about you, but we would really like to know your favorite snack. I am addicted and obsessed with cashews. Cashews. Ooh. Yes. So follow up. Uh, raw yeah. cashews or roasted with salt? Roasted with salt. Yeah. 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 So that's just a salt. They're the ones that are really bad for you. Yeah. yeah. That's the only kind to eat. <laughs> the raw ones taste like nothing, right? And we're all. They're kind of boring. They're kind of sweet. Yeah. 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 I would never want to change. Not sweet enough. <laughs> not sweet enough. Yeah. All right. So you have continued the trend. This, our first play, has very healthy. Options. Yeah. All of you chose very healthy things. I can't even remember what we did. I have no idea what You loved it. One of you, toast. you said hummus with Mel- something. Melt toast. Really? Could have been Michael. Melt toast. Yeah. I don't think so. We're just, <laughs> wow. We're just glad about this. It's I not on I tape or anything. Yeah, I love it. But it was like a wheat free, uh-huh. gluten free, sugar free. Uh-huh. Oh, so no. That's not a muffin. Not a 
snack. Not, <laughs> not listen, a snack I'll, either. I'll say, so like, yeah, yeah. Dr- dried mango is yeah. my is my jam. I do. Oh, but you do the spicy one from Trader Joe's, the yes. spicy dried mango. Oh, spicy one. It's delicious. My thing with the dried Trader mango Joe's. packets from Trader Joe's is I buy two and I'm like, this will be my snacks for the week. Mm-hmm. And then They're I gone. eat one on the way home mm-hmm. and then eat one that night watching mm-hmm. the Great British Bake Off. Yes. And then I'm done. I'm out of. Yeah, out it of, sounds like you're living your best life, though. That's. British Have you watched it? Oh, it's so yes. good. It's delightful. It's magical. Wait, it, are all the seasons up? Uh, there's there's two two more. Seasons. What? Yeah, yeah no. I know. There goes the rest well, of your um, week, yes, right? Seriously. There's uh-huh. something yeah. Like, someone were to write a musical. Yes. Based on it. Uh-huh. It would have would to be you called... watch it? Yes. Yes. Of course. Based on the Great, great British, British Bake Off. Oh. If someone made a drag queen show called The Gay British Bake Off, I'd be all about it. Marcus, Marcus, <laughs> damn are it. you writing? Yeah, uh, say it now say, for the yes, radio please. here. And are you writing? And if that is happening, news. let me. We talked about it last night. Let me really? send you my demos. Baking please dish. let me. Also, I bake. Yes. Oh, you bake your Can I say? No, you're gonna love this. You're gonna listen to that. Marcus is gonna listen to this back and think that's all gold. We're keeping it. My favorite thing about Bake Off is the complete lack of tension. Other than oh, just yeah. like, uh-huh. there's no like cut editing about like who's gonna win, they how long is this No, but remember when they accidentally switched yeah. like creams or meringues or yeah, something, like, and then she's like, I accidentally grabbed the wrong one, and it was like the biggest drama. For sure, but it's but this lovely it. thing where it's people doing like they're like, oh, I accidentally did something that in some way negatively impacted a competitor. I feel terrible. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. not a sentence you would hear mm-hmm. on an American reality no, show. No, absolutely not. Like, yeah. Was, yeah, they yeah. do. Last night, like they're like. Someone asked someone then there was like they had like a little powwow and I was like, oh it's so yeah, nice. The judges so help too. Like the judges would be like, hey, can I whisk this for you? And you're like, what? <laughs> you're like, I don't know. It's and, a uh, competition. And there's zero suspense when they announce the best and worst of the yeah, week. Yeah, like, they like, point the camera at the I know, person uh, for like ten uh, seconds before they announce it. Yes. Meet Megan Bagala. <laughs> Megan just came in from the other room of our Yeah, to let us know. That we're talking about doing, and we say a yeah, musical. Off musical. Megan Magala, say hi to our listeners. Hi, listeners. Yeah, <laughs> that's apparently the co-writer for the Bake Off musical that you're all meeting. Um, Can't wait. Yeah, no, big fan. Also, it's worth it for you can play a drinking game with Mary Berry saying the word layers, which takes layers? this is fun twenty seconds, layers? but only has one syllable. Wow, <laughs> it's delightful. She's oh, she's the best. Anyway, that's good to know. So cashews. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Sure you can make a really lovely cashew cake. <gasps> oh, I do a lot of things mm-hmm. with cashews, oh, those yes. Bars. The Lara bars. I OD them. You could also do a pie crust instead of like. I don't mean You can do like a crust out of nuts. Like a toasted pecan crust. You can do a Or like shortbread bars, you know, with like gooey, like sweet and condensed milk stuff. Yeah. Okay. So much. We don't act. I'll, I actually need to be quiet at all. This has gone so far. We don't know how much of this will ever make it into an episode. We've done 18 minutes on Bake Off right now. Yeah. This is so. Let's and get back to. Let's do Act Two of so this really uplifting play. So yes. So we are uh, going to start here. This is as if you can't remember. This is uh, Shannon Deep's <laughs> If Found, Please Call, Act Two. Scene 1. Helena's living room the day after. The house looks especially spotless. She's been cleaning. There's a knock at the door. Helena? Helena? Come on, I know you're home. Hello? Helena? Helena, I want to talk to you. Please, open the door. Helena enters, but doesn't turn the lights on. She sneaks over to the door, even as Joey keeps knocking and yelling. She looks through the peephole and groans quietly. She leans against the door. Go away, please, please, please go away. Finally, the knocking stops. Helena sighs and slides down the door, sitting against it. Suddenly, Joey's hand shoots through the mail slot and gropes blindly on her face and neck. I knew it! Jesus Christ, Joey! I knew you were there. Why don't you just let me in? I think it's pretty damn obvious. Please just let me in? Joey, I don't want you here. Please just don't make me keep talking to you through this mail slot. You could always leave. (sighs) It's not happening. Either you let me in or I yell through your mail slot all day. I'll... I'll call the police. You'll... (laughs) What? 
okay, A, no you won't. And B, what would you say? There's a man screaming through my mail slot? You're trespassing. You're not going to call the cops, so let's just stop pretending that you don't embarrass the both of us with your lack of follow-through. I will literally sit here all day. I will go get my harmonica and come back and sit here all day and play Oh Susanna really, really badly. Then I'm going out. I will follow you. Stop! You stop. Let me in. Let me in, 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 let me in. Joey flicks the mail slot, letting it swing and bang shut repeatedly. Helena relents. She yanks the door open. Joey falls in. Thank you. Are you happy now? Yes. It's not like I ever believed you weren't there. Oh, no. No. You don't ever go anywhere. If you are trying to endear yourself to me, that is... You know me better than that. <laughs> what do you want, Joey? I want to talk to you. So talk. Can I sit down? He sits. Joey, just talk. Okay. Thank you. Well? Uh, I just need a minute to compose my thoughts. You didn't think of something to say before you came I, over here? No, I work best under pressure. Unbelievable. You called me 18 times this morning. Literally, 18 times. What were you going to say then? You had 17 opportunities to realize that you didn't know what you were going to say. You had all afternoon. You had the whole walk over here. And actually, now that I think about it, you also had all last night to think about it too. And yet... Yet you come over here, you bang down my door, and you sit on my couch like a like a, a, a statue because you need a minute to think? You've had a minute, Joey. You have had many, many minutes, so just spit it out. You work best under pressure. Well, here's some for you. Why did you come over here? What did you come over here to say, Joey? Say it! Joey takes Helena's face in his hands and pulls her in for a kiss. What in the hell are you do? What are you doing? What, what, no, what wait, is this? No, wait, Helena, just stop. Just let me... What is wrong with you? God, that's, that was it. That was what I had to say. When I came over here to... It just seemed like a, like... You told me to just say it, so I thought it would be very dramatic and... You have absolutely no concept of reality, do you? I'm mad at you, Joey. I was yelling at you. You don't try and kiss someone who's yelling at you! It works in the movies. Oh, I could kill you! I don't think so. Probably I, I have 50 pounds on you. Oh, anyway. shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Wait, first you tell me to talk, and now you tell me to shut up? Are you even so trying to apologize right now? Uh, no. Apologize? What would I... Unless my memory fails me, you're the one who hauled off and fucking slapped me yesterday. Yes. Well, you deserved that. Did I? The way you were speaking to me? We were fighting, just like we're doing now, except I didn't get pissed at you and hit you. In fact, <laughs> I tried to kiss you, so... You don't think you owe me an apology after yesterday? I am the only person yesterday who was doing anything even resembling the right thing. I told you not to say anything. So you think I owe you an apology because I didn't listen to you? I... No. No, that's not it. What did I do to you yesterday, Helena? Chelsea... It is not you. She gave you 24 hours. Yeah, and I have four left. You shouldn't have said anything. You hurt her. You hurt your sister. My sister hasn't stopped hurting since she stopped drinking 10 years ago. And actually, she was hurting then, too, so you... You just couldn't tell because she was having too much fucking fun. It wasn't your place to, 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 to expose that. Noah, you can't treat people like what you think is right is the only thing that matters. Oh, okay. Yes, you're right. I'm right? Yes. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I upset you. Well, thank you. Do you forgive me? Joey. Please? Can we just forget all this? Look, I was thinking, and... How's the microwave? What? The microwave. You know, I put the metal in it. And oh, the... uh, you're right. So how is it? Uh, hanging in there? It still makes that weird noise. Well, I'm going to get a job soon, and then I can buy you a new one. No, it it works perfectly fine. Please don't worry about it. No, but still, I fucked it up. I should get you a new one. Just worry about finding a job. Maybe. 
Oh, you sound like my sister. I told her a few days ago that I was going to get a job, and she looked at me like I had squirrels for brains. She suggested that I work as a busboy. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. I was thinking more like a physical therapist or something. Did you... Did you go to school for that? No, no. But it's easy. I mean, I bet they could train me in a week. Uh, I'm pretty sure you need a degree. Um, I don't know. No, I know. You do. Well, anyway, I just... I don't want any old shitty job. I want something with a lot of... A lot of upward mobility. You don't say. I don't want to stay in the same place forever. Joey... Though I'm, I suppose if it were like a chain restaurant or something. Joey, please. That I could like, you know, move up the ladder, be a manager maybe. Stop. I'm a people person. Joey. No, no, Helena, please. Please don't say anything. Just let me keep talking, okay? Just let me keep sitting here and talking to you and we can deal with everything else later. But if you just let me keep sitting here, then I will know eventually that everything will be okay. And later, later, we can deal with all of the other stuff. Okay? Please? No. Damn it! I'm sorry. I really thought that I was good at that. It almost worked. No, it didn't. Yeah. So I can't stay with you? Excuse me? Can I stay here? Are you actually the dumbest person on earth? Actually? Yeah, probably. I am trying to tell you that I don't want... I'm trying to communicate that we cannot... And you are sitting here asking me to... I can't even finish a sentence. This is how much you don't get it. No, I totally get that you are trying to, for real, break off our fake friendship. Then why are you making it so difficult? Because I don't want it to happen. Duh. (laughs) (laughs) Your place looks different. I've been cleaning a lot. When? A lot. I was here yesterday. All night. All right? I cleaned all night. Lena. (laughs) He rises to go to her. No, no. I didn't know you were a heroin addict. Ah. You should have told me. You kept that from me. So? So you should have trusted me not to... You know that I wouldn't have... Were you afraid that I was... That you would react exactly how you're reacting right now? Yes! No! No, you know that's not what this is about. It is upsetting, but completely beside the point. Which is... Which is... Great point. Look, uh, I know that there is something... Go on. And... I just think that maybe that means that you can't just go around doing things all like whatever because you have to think about how that might affect me. Why? Why? Because I'm... Because we have a... Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We have a... Right. An understanding. We have an understanding. We are like kindred spirits. You are a goddamn verbal cold shower, you know that? Well, I am sorry. Joey pulls her to sit. Can we at least talk about it? Not in code? Can we just sit here and take turns telling each other things? No. Please? Please, this is... Silly, this is crazy. Elena. What? Elena. What? Joey kisses her and she lets him. Joey breaks the kiss and sighs, releasing her hands. He puts his forehead to hers. There. Okay. Elena, okay? You have to leave now, please. You've got to be kidding me. No, Joey, I'm not kidding you. You have to go. Why are you so afraid of this? Because you do things like yesterday. You will do things because you forget that I'm here. You just ruined your sister's life, and now you are homeless, and you don't even blink. You don't even have the sense, the decency, the, the shame to feel bad about it. I don't see how trying to make the most of things is a bad quality here. Trying to make the most of things? You are not trying to do anything. You are just 
careening through life like a pinball and every time you roll down to the bottom, your parents or Chelsea flip you back up into the game and I don't want you to hit me. So, game over. Please. Goodbye. You don't think this is the pot calling the kettle fucked up here? Maybe so, but I will not be just another thing that you break. I would never do anything to hurt you. Not on purpose, but name one thing in your life you haven't done on purpose, Joey. Look, since I met you, I have... Don't. Since I met you, I have been thinking a lot about my life and how I've fucked up and all that. And I, I really think, I really think that I can turn it all around this time. I'm sifting stuff out slowly and and being with you makes me I am gonna get a job and be more aware of how I'm acting because I have you I can do it this time I really don't think you can Joey this sinks in Joey calmly takes her cordless phone from a side table and then hurls it as hard as he can against the wall Joey's gaze falls on the lamp with the finial that Helena compulsively touches. No, don't. He smashes the lamp to the floor with a grunt, then picks up the finial. He wrenches Helena's arm from her and slaps the finial into her hand. I hope you'll be really fucking happy. Joey storms out the door. Chelsea and Noah's living room. Noah is sporting a black eye from Joey's attack. Anything else? Like what? I don't know, but now's the time, don't you think? I don't think I have anything else. Me either. Wait, yes I do. Okay. I'm pretty sure I hate you. That's fair. Anything else? That's it. Right. I should probably go. Durbin is going to wonder where you are when he comes home from my parents. He'll see me soon enough. He's used to seeing you every day. Well, that can't go on forever now, can it? Have you always not cared about him? How did I not notice? Don't be dramatic. I'm perfectly calm. Then don't insult me. I'm sorry the truth is insulting. I care about Durbin. Then don't take off like a skulking dog to hide in a hotel with your mistress while we call the lawyer and get everything figured out. You'd prefer I stayed here, really? I'll take the guest room. Begging is ugly on you, Chelsea. It really is. I'm trying to be an adult about this. Make a few concessions for the sake of our son. I think it's better that he doesn't see us tear at each other like this. It would also have been better if you hadn't cheated right, on me. All right. All right, what? You were clearly not done, so just... Not done? Go ahead. I thought we were through with the hysterics, but I can see You're that damned there's right. yet another I'm not, wave the coming. The fact that you were so calm about this is only making me more furious with each passing moment that you failed to give a shit. That was a good one. Way to go. That's how grown-ups swear, sweetie. Oh, shut the fuck up, you motherfucking piece of shit. Beautiful. I'm sorry I married you, you fucking prick. No, you're right. I should stay. Durbin should see his mother abuse me like this. <laughs> abuse implies that you have feelings to hurt. Pretty sure if I ripped open your chest, there'd be a freezing vacuum. You figured it out. I'm a robot. How long have you been so smugly detached? I don't know. How long has it been since you let being a mom be the only thing that matters? Do not blame this on Durbin. Who's blaming it on Durbin? You just fucking gave up, child! I watched you turn yourself inside out taking care of him and become this limp, watery, sexless bag in the process. Not every mother with a special needs child falls apart like this. They don't efface themselves. The world doesn't drain of color. Food doesn't lose its taste. They can still be interesting people. Someone had to take care of him so he wouldn't die, Noah. God, are, are you really staring at your navel so hard that you can't see how fragile your son's life is? Climb out of your cocoon of mirrors for just one goddamn minute and look at him. I see him perfectly fine. He's a needy little boy. I get it. I've given him my share of injections. I've done the 3 a.m. emergency room runs because he accidentally looked at a peanut or the wrong kind of cookie. I get it. But I didn't let it take over my life. I didn't forget who I was or become this cardboard cutout of an overprotective parent. You didn't become any kind of parent. 
I mean, for God's sake, I can't even leave him with you for an afternoon for fear of coming home to a dead baby. It's a fucking tragedy that his own father- It is a tragedy. It sure as fuck is. Look what he's done to us, Chow. You're talking about a four-year-old. Your four-year-old. Tell me you haven't thought about what things would be like without him. I- Tell me you haven't thought about it. Honestly. You can't be. You're just trying to shock me, trying to get me- You never wanted a normal kid? You and your fucking games. Excuse me? I get it. Don't worry, Noah. I'll file for sole custody. You don't have to try so hard to make yourself out to be a bad father. It's That wasn't a game. That wasn't some kind of angle. I'm just asking you honestly. Wouldn't you rather have- Of course I would rather have a healthy baby. Everyone wants that. There's nothing wrong in admitting that you, you want your child so to be- why do you feel so shitty saying it? Huh? Chow? Why do you feel bad? I have a theory. Do you want to hear my theory? My theory is- that when you lie awake in bed and think about your, the perfect version of your life, Durbin isn't running around outside without his sun shirt and drinking glasses of milk. In the perfect version, there is no Durbin. Am I right? You're still a lawyer. You still work until you can't see straight, and your boss still stares at your chest, and it makes you feel good because you know that if he ever touched you, I'd kick the living shit out of him. In this version, you come home late, and we order Chinese and sit on the floor and eat it off the coffee table with just the light from the TV on, like we used to. In this version, we can still fuck on the sofa if we want to. We can swear like adults because we're not afraid that some translucent little parrot is going to pick up bad habits for preschool. We can take that trip to Maui we planned before you got pregnant. In the perfect version of your life, we're still just us, and that's all we ever needed to be. Am I wrong, Chelsea? Tell me I'm wrong. It was harder for you to leave me with a baby. Yes. And so you had to humiliate me. You had to make a circus out of our marriage so that I would leave you. You keep saying that, Just but... admit it. Please, please, just say it. All this shit... Hers, everything I found, the earrings, the receipts, the Christmas presents I never got, the calls and the texts, the underwear, you made it so obvious. I mean, I can see how it might have, to be honest, I just really didn't think about it. When did you fall out of love with me? Chelsea, why the self-flagellation? Why do you want to hear me say it? I just want to know how long I've been a fool. I told you I never wanted kids, Chelsea. I told you, and you said I would change my mind as soon as I saw the baby. That there would be some kind of motor turned on inside me, and bam, I would be a dad, the best dad. That that's how it works. You said all my doubts, but I knew, I... The second you told me you were keeping this one, that's your answer. That's when I knew you didn't get it. Didn't understand our little ecosystem. What we had then was precise and delicate, and there wasn't room for anything else. We were perfect. We were empty and self-absorbed. And happy. Only one of us has changed. Joey. What's he doing here? Took the words right out of my mouth. You told me you threw him out. Oh, oh don't worry. In a marvelously perverted turn of events, yes, I am being thrown out. You, it appears, are not. I'm leaving voluntarily. <laughs> Best news I've had all day. I gave him 24 hours. And I have one and a half left. I'm gonna make the most out of them. Well, I have no doubt that you will still manage to fuck things up in the next 90 minutes. Enjoy being homeless. Aw, thanks. Bird in hell. Noah exits. What, Joey? Nothing. Nothing at all. What could I possibly have to say? Were you at Helena's? Why do you care? Are you going to stay with her? I thought you didn't give a shit where I went. I'm just asking. You did say that, didn't you? Yesterday you did say, you have 24 hours, I don't care where you go, right? I may have said some things I didn't mean. Oh, so I can stay. Well... Yeah, that's what I thought. If you're gonna be cruel, Chelsea, at least own up to it. You're one to talk about what you did yesterday. What I did was call your husband out for exactly what he is. You're fucking pathetic, Chelsea. Yeah, I got it. Thanks. You didn't used to be so. You. You're turning into mom. I said thanks, Joey. I knew it would end up like this from the very beginning. He talked down to me, treated me like a bad dog. Always did. And even when you were first dating, like he thought so little of me that he can 
Like he thought so little of me that he never even cared to make a good impression at all. When we were first dating, you were a heroin addict living in mom and dad's garage. You know what they say. A person's character is measured by how they treat the waiter and all that shit. You were not a waiter! You were a deadbeat freeloader with- I was nice! At least I was nice. I was always fucking nice to him, and he took every opportunity to piss on me. Joey, I don't want to rehash the past. Because you don't want to admit that I was right about something. I fucking knew that he was going to do some shit like this. Why are you still talking? You have, you have made your point. This is exactly... You don't know when to just stop talking. You push people. You push people and they fall. And then you wonder why no one is standing with you. I wish it were all as mysterious to me as it is to you, Joey. Yeah, because I'm really having the time of my fucking life over here. Are you staying at Helena's? Why do you- Just tell me. No. No, okay. She doesn't want to see me anymore. And I broke some of her shit on the way out, so it's... I'm sorry. Are you? Maybe. I can't feel much of anything right now. I appreciate the effort. Joey... No, no, I'm leaving. Don't worry, I'm leaving. Joey exits. Chelsea collapses onto the couch. She grabs her prescription bottle of Vicodin, lies down, and puts a pillow over her head. Scene three, Helena's living room, the middle of the night. Helena is in bed. Suddenly, hard pounding on the door. Helena! Helena! Oh my God, Helena, open the door, please. She won't wake up. Helena, she won't wake up. Please, you have to do something. Helena rushes in and flicks on the lights. She's in pajamas, clearly woken from sleep. On her way to the door, she reflexively darts a hand out to touch the finial, but the lamp isn't there. She opens the door. What the hell, Joey? Oh my god, Helena, you have. Please, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. I didn't mean... She fell. I tried, but she... She won't... I can't get to her. Helena, please help. I am so, so sorry. Helena leads into the couch. What are you talking about? Are you... You're drunk, oh my god. She fell. She fell and I just came here. Who? Who fell, Joey? I didn't mean to, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to, she, it's just, she just, I was dark and, and. Joey, who fell? Magda. What? She fell. She won't wake up, she. In her house, Magda fell in her house just now? What? Joey, answer me! Yes, she's there, right now. She fell. Why do, how did, never mind. I have to, I'm, I'm going to call an ambulance, okay? And you need to stay here. Stay right here and do not move. Do you understand me, Joey? Say yes, Joey. Yes. If you had anything to do with, do not move! She leaves. Joey is beside himself. With bloody fingers, he fishes out a mostly empty liquor bottle from a jacket pocket. He places the bottle on the coffee table, then pulls out his sister's prescription bottle full of Vicodin from another pocket. He opens the pill bottle and tries to down all the pills at once. He chokes and coughs up some of the pills. He quickly gathers them and swallows them as fast as he can, gagging and coughing. He washes everything down with big swigs of liquor, finishing the bottle. He pockets the liquor bottle. After this, he is calmer, though still completely devastated. He retches a few times, but manages to keep everything down. Helena rushes back in. Okay, the ambulance is on its way. We have to get over there. I have a key to have... God, she'd kill me if they broke down her door. I couldn't even tell them what happened or if she was breathing. Helena, I am so... Joey, listen to me. You need to tell me exactly what happened. Do you understand? Oh, God, you're bleeding everywhere. Joey. Joey, tell me now. She... I was, uh, she heard me, I guess, and she tried to, 
It was dark. She didn't know it was me. And when she was running, oh, Lena. What did you do? Magda was trying to see who it was, and she fell on her way down to the stairs. But it was just me, but she didn't know that. You're not making sense. How did you get into Magda's house? I climbed in through the basement. I, I, I fell through, and I... Uh, I hit something, tools, I don't know. I got all scraped up and I was trying to get him and I was I was trying to take him. No, 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 no. You know, you have to talk, Joey. Joey, you were trying to take who? The cat. I was trying to get her cat. Berkeley, you broke in to get Magda's cat? I was trying. I thought if we could only just... Oh, no. If we just had a reason. If we had some reason to see each other again. If I... It took her cat, you would help me. You would have to help me find him. I was just going to keep him somewhere for a few days. I wasn't going to hurt him. I was going <sighs> to... See? He fishes out a little can of cat food from his jacket. He almost topples over in the process. Oh my god. And even if he wouldn't help me, I'd bring him back. I'd be the hero. Magda would be so... And you, you would see, wouldn't you? How good I was. How... How good you would see. I would be the hero. This can't. Where did she fall, Joey? Come on, come on. Eyes open. Where did Magda fall? When she heard me, I I couldn't find him. The, the cat. When she heard me, she yelled about the police, and, and I heard her upstairs, and then I heard her upstairs in the bedroom, and then running and loud, and she fell down the stairs. From the very top, it was dark, and I tried to wake her up, but she didn't. She was breathing, I thought. Okay, let's go. Come on, Joey, you can't fall asleep. Joey? Joey, get up. You can't do this right now. We have to go fix the mess you made. I don't care if you're drunk. I just... I thought you would see. It's what we do. <laughs> we, remember? Ernest Borgnine, and I'm so, uh, I know I'm so fucked up. I know, it's it, it's it. This is it, this is it. Finally, I just, I wanted to, you. Oh, no, 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 Joey, Joey? Hey, Joey, did you take all of these? Joey? Come on. Come on, please. How many did you take? Joey? Joey is unresponsive. The ambulance sounds like it's pulled up to Magda's house. Helena races to the door and flings it open. She runs out into the night, screaming for help. Act two, scene four, a hospital waiting room. Chelsea and Noah sit quietly next to one another. <clears throat> are you, uh, hmm? are you tired? No, you? Yeah, a bit. Do you wanna go? You can- No, 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 it's fine. Okay. Do you want something, coffee? Yeah, maybe, maybe tea. Tea? Sure. Okay, thank you. I mean, are you... Yeah, I'll go. I'll be back soon. Okay. Okay. He rises, then he leans back down to kiss Chelsea. They kiss quickly, chastely, awkwardly. Noah leaves. Helena walks by, not seeing Chelsea. Helena? Oh, hello. Hello. Are you here for... Oh, I didn't know. Magda is right down... The other wing. Matt? Oh. Oh, of course. I'm so No, no, sorry. it's God, okay. I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I... How is, um... How is he? Well, uh, he's not out of the woods yet. Whatever that means. They say there might be liver damage. I, I don't really... There's been a lot of information kind of thrown at me and I'm having a hard time just sort of... No, no, of course, yeah. Do you want to... Do you want to go in? 
He's still out of it right oh, now. Oh, no, I I shouldn't. I uh... Okay, no problem. Just wanted you to know you were welcome. Thanks, thank you. And are your parents? Hmm? Oh, no, they call every few hours, though. So how's... She's, um, well, she's comfortable now. She broke her femur. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, it's... Um, and she has a pretty severe concussion and a broken cheekbone, bruised ribs and uh, bad brush burns, but nothing with her neck or back, thank God. Good, good. Do you want to sit? Oh, no, I should... Please mm. sit. Just keep me company for a few minutes. I... Sure. Noah should be... Noah should be back any second with my tea. Noah? Yeah, he... Yeah, he's here with me. Oh. I know, all right. I didn't say... I just... I really just... I need him right now. Chelsea, you don't have to explain yourself to me. But I do. I feel like I do. I feel... All this judgment. Judgment? When have I no, ever... No, it's... It's not. It's just this feeling that I get from you. I think you might be projecting on me. What ground could I possibly stand on to judge you? I don't know. I'm sorry for the way I spoke to you. Yesterday. Yesterday? Two days ago. God, was it really... Anyway, I'm sorry. It's okay. I shouldn't have... No, no, you were under a lot of stress. That's no excuse. It's fine, I just... I hope you know I didn't actually say anything to Joey. He had already been putting the pieces oh, together. Oh, I, I know. No, of course. Okay, good. Elena spots a few magazines on a table. Excuse, I just need to... Oh, right. Helena unstacks the magazines and lays them out. Then she checks her hands. One, two three times for cuts and is still again. Sorry, I just... No, no, I know. I can always tell when you've been over. Well, you don't need to worry about that anymore, so... Oh! Oh my god, oh my god, thank you. What? I can't believe I... How did I... Wow, thank you. I don't understand. What? For Joey, for saving his life. I'm so sorry I didn't think of it the second I saw you. I didn't do anything. You called the ambulance. It was already on its way. Even so, you were the one who knew something was wrong. The police said you found the prescription bottle and told the paramedics. I didn't do anything out of the ordinary. You saved... No. No, please stop. I don't want... Look, I don't want Joey to feel like he, 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 he owes me something. There's nothing to be repaid. Understood. This is my favorite waiting room. You're... Excuse me? My favorite. You're here a lot? Between Durbin and Joey, yeah. Why is it your favorite? The nurses at the station don't try to talk to you. I like that. Has Joey done this before? This? No. But I always knew. Just a lot of cracked heads and broken bones. He's had a stomach pumped a few times. He used to eat all sorts of things when he was a kid. Beads, metal buttons, board game pieces. Sounds dangerous. He was trying to be funny. Joey and I used to play this game where we were superheroes. He was always on my parents to have family game night, which must have been something he assumed a family should do from watching Parcheesi commercials. But my mom wanted to be reading and listening to records, and my dad wanted to drink scotch in front of the TV. Anyway... There aren't a whole hell of a lot of games you can play with two people other than Battleship, and I'm pretty sure Joey ate a few of the pieces, so we just play pretend. And I'd wear this red LeMay bathing suit, and Joey would wear whatever, but always these ridiculous silk elbow gloves my mother had probably worn once for something. I don't remember what my powers were, but I think I had a whip. But, but Joey... Joey was Trickman. That was his superhero name. And his only power was Trickman was able to trick his enemies because he could die, and then when they least expected it, he'd come back to life and win the day. That was his big uh, playing possum. Okay, now I'm dead over here, and you're trapped, and the bad guys are about to come in, and when you scream for help, then I'll get up and save you, okay? And we do it over and over. He never got tired of it. And every time he died, when he was lying there, he'd have this giant smile on his face. Just giddy. 
waiting to spring up and be the hero. I feel like if I had, if I had told him he could stay. No, don't, don't go there with yourself. This is Joey. This is classic Joey. You were very good to him. No, you were. I can't remember the last time Joey was that happy. Oh, God. No, 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 I'm not trying to make you feel. Well, I do. I know, I'm just saying you're not responsible. Or you're responsible for the good things, not the bad. I don't think it works that way. You can't pick and choose which things. If you're responsible, then you're responsible. You can't think of it like that. Look, I know. Joey thrust himself into your life, and you didn't have much to say about it. That's how he works. You withstood it better than most people, honestly. And whenever he's occupied with his sort of hostile takeover approach to relationships, he has a great time. But he's like Lenny from Of Mice and Men. You know, he like pets that girl so hard he breaks her neck or whatever. I guess. He's a big boy, Helena. And even though he can't take care of himself, he needs to. I know. I should go. Are you sure you don't want to go in? His room is right. No, I think it's best if I've just... No. Okay. Up to you. Give my best to... Magda. Ma Magda. Yeah, I will. Bye, Chelsea. I'm glad I... It was nice talking. Yeah. Thanks. Take care. Helena exits. Noah returns with two cups. Really long line. Here. Hmm? Lady was paying in pennies. It's black tea. Oh. Do you like black tea? No. It was all they had. No, they had... I'll drink it. You sure? Yeah, it's fine. It's perfect. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Thank you. She takes his hand and they sip their drinks. Act two, scene five, Helena's living room. A few weeks later. Magda sits with one leg propped up in a cast. There is a wheelchair and a walker nearby. Her cuts and scrapes have just about healed. She is trying to prepare tea for herself and Helena. You haven't talked to him at all? No. He keeps calling? Only about a million times a day. Ah, you disapprove. I didn't say anything. Yes, you did. You said ah. Oh, you got me. You think I should talk to him? Did I say that? You implied it. I implied it with my very non-committal monosyllabic noise? You damn well did. I damn well did not. And I am not saying anything at all about it except that I will just say that nothing was ever solved by not talking about Who it. Who wants to solve anything? You're right. Who does want to solve anything? That's crazy! Solving things. What a crock of shit! Just say what you're trying to say. If you were my daughter, I would bitch slap you. Only if I were your daughter. Otherwise, it's assault. Yeah, that's not how it okay. works. Okay, tea is trapped. I give up. What? This fucking, th th this container. It's not plutonium. It's goddamn tea. Change the, the, the things. The things? The metal things on the sides. It's... My fingers are like candy bars, honey. I can't get these little oh, tiny... Oh, for Christ's sake, let me. And that wasn't so hard. You could just make the tea yourself. I told you I don't want tea. You want tea. That is the opposite of what I just said. You want tea. You're just sulking. Make tea. See if I drink it. You are being a child. Stop it. Sorry. Can we talk about something else, please? Fine. Well? You're the one who wanted a different subject, so the burden of changing it falls on you. I was perfectly happy talking How about How are you Joey. getting along with your, your sister? Ah, there we go. Okay. Well, I'm doing all right, I suppose. It's only been a few days since she left. You know you can call me any time you need something. 
I can just run right over. Oh, I know, honey. And I'm so grateful for that. But I was thinking I might get someone else for like a, a live-in sort of thing. Oh, wow. Really? I mean, how many months am I going to be in this stupid cast? I know, but I'm right here. Yes, but if I have to pee at 3 a.m., you're not going to want to jump out of bed and come over. But I would. And that's why I love you. But that's crazy and stupid. No one should have to take someone to the bathroom at 3 a.m. unless they're getting paid to do it. How are you going to find someone? You don't want to just put something like that in the newspaper. Who the fuck still uses a goddamn newspaper? Well, you definitely don't want to put something like that on Craigslist. You just get a dozen emails with pictures of penises. Oh, maybe I should put an ad on Craigslist. Magda. Would you chill out? There are whole companies dedicated to supplying live-in nurses for people. And besides, I think I already found someone. Really? Someone through the hospital? You could say that. Uh-huh. I think it's going to work out nicely. I have that guest room anyway. He'll start at the end of the week. Oh, he will? Yes. I didn't see why there wasn't some arrangement that couldn't be mutually beneficial, you know? Given the circumstances. The circumstances. He needs a place to live. Helena, oh I just thought... Oh, my God, you didn't! Tell me you actually... How could you ask him? I think it's really the ideal situation. Wraps everything up in a nice karmic bow. Don't you think? Oh my God. He needs a place to live. I need someone to help me around the house. He's really fucking sorry for what he did. I don't want to pay for help. Kismet. Jesus Christ. It was an accident. He broke into your house and tried to kidnap your cat. That was not an accident. That was very much on purpose. He didn't just fall through your basement window. Actually, he did. Magda, he was drunk out of his mind and tried to rob you and you got hurt. You're lucky you didn't break your neck. And then he attempted suicide right where you're sitting. This is the person you want to take care of you? Nurse Joey, that is the worst idea you have ever had. Why? He's a strong kid. All I need is someone to help me in and out of the chair, in and out of bed, reach high things for me, do some basic cleaning. It's not like he's going to be administering blood infusions or changing a catheter or some shit. He just needs to do what I tell him to, and trust me, he is ready and willing to do whatever I ask. You wouldn't know because you won't talk to him. But he's so sorry his knees are going to give out from groveling. He can do this, and I'm going to let him. Yeah, I know he's sorry. Helena gets up and grabs a few small boxes. What are those? Finials. You know, for the tops of lamps, he sent me four this week alone. Ah, Helena. He's trying to make it up to you. He needs to make it up to you. Which is exactly why this arrangement would be perfect. Just tell him he can mow your lawn for the rest of his life. Too late. What's done is done. You've already... This is unreal! It doesn't... It doesn't have anything to do with you, Miss Thing. Of course it does. How convenient. Right next door. He doesn't want to go back to Chelsea's. He's damn lucky she let him back in. He shouldn't be there. You know it's not good for him. And this is better? I think so. I'll... I'll... I'll move. Don't be an idiot. I don't want to see him. How can you know that when you were never seeing him in the first place? Oh, after everything that happened, I cannot believe the things that are coming out of your mouth. You never even gave him a real chance. It's not relationship material. And neither are you. Wow. Wow, Magda, thanks. Thanks so much for that. I'm That's... calling a spade a spade, Chicky. Like your own shitty baggage don't stink. If you're judging him by the cultural standard, you gotta apply the same metrics to yourself. It's not the same. What he did to you aside... What he did for you, you mean. A drug problem? He's been clean for a year. He's homeless. Not anymore, thanks to me. No job, no money, short fuse, impulsive, ADHD, suicidal, addictive personality, fucked up family, directionless. Obsessive compulsive, dead-end job, shy, stubborn, passive-aggressive, ambitionless, Fucked up family, a born wallower. Would you like me to continue? If you want a piece of paper and pen, we can just go all night. I have faults too. Yes, I get it. That's not my point. Please get to it. None of it matters because you love him. (sighs) Magda begins furiously making tea. Look, I am not your mother. 
and I would never tell you to call that horrible woman and ask her for advice on goddamn paint swatches, let alone relationships. But since you cannot call her, and I am, stereotypically speaking, the next best thing, I am going to give you a few motherly pointers. One, you are a grown-ass woman, and you might as well act like it because pretty soon, no one will marry you. You are too old to be playing wishy-washy games with men, even men who don't own any shoes that aren't sneakers. Two, as a grown-ass woman, you have to acknowledge that shit happens with other people. Messy, awkward shit. People throw things. People say things they don't mean. People say things they do mean but regret saying them or doing them. You will never love a single person in your lifetime whose head you don't sometimes want to put through a wall. Three. Three. I do not regret much, if anything, about my life. I had a good job. I have a good pension. I have a nice house in a nice town. I take vacations to exotic countries and stay at the most gentrified place I can find. I have an amazing sister and two fantastic nieces and a great nephew who is cute as a button. I have the girls down at Y where I go swimming and I have Berkeley who sleeps at the foot of my bed every night. And I have you, by chance, my next door neighbor. But I will tell you this, there are very few people my age who are alone because they like it better that way. Whether it's because of something we did or something we didn't do, people like me didn't mean to end up like this when we were 28. I don't regret it. I'm just saying waking up next to a Maine Coon every morning was not choice number one. And I look at you and you, you don't have a sister or a niece or a book club. You don't have a Berkeley. You don't even have a fucking passport. You just have me, and I think you deserve more. You might never be happy with yourself. You probably won't, in fact. But don't let that stop you from being happy with someone else. You deserve that. Or at least someone who's going to fuck you every once in a while. This tea tastes like shit. Aw, <laughs> oh, honey. I would hug you, but you're all the way over there, and this fucking leg is... Helena lies down on the couch and puts her head in Magda's lap. I love you. I love you too, pumpkin. Get my bag on the wheelchair. Front pocket. Yeah, yeah, those. Helena pulls out a few pamphlets. Give them here. Sit. Before I left, I talked to a social worker at the hospital. They run all kinds of programs. Support groups, people with depression, anxiety, people with OCD. Just something to think about. I... Okay. Want to lay back down? Come on, then. Helena lays her head back down in Magda's lap. When you're done crying, make me some drinkable tea. <laughs> Scene 6. Chelsea and Noah's living room. Chelsea and Joey pack up a last few things of Joey's. Joey looks thinner, cleaner, but also taut and fragile. Mom and Dad are having their 4th of July thing again. Oh, no. Yeah. Again? They love that. I don't know. Uh, I'm not going. Uh, yes, sir. Oh, no. Don't make me go. If I have to, you have to. Tell them I'm sick. They know you're not still sick. Oh, my liver. Don't joke. Besides, your liver is on your right side, dummy. I mean, oh, my appendix. Also <laughs> on the right. Come on, don't make me go alone. Oh, Noah's not going to. No, no. Noah is not. So couples therapy is. Uh... Expensive. <laughs> I'll go with you. Damn right you will. Can I bring Elena? I don't know. Can you? I think so. 
she agreed to take a walk with me sometime after I get settled. That's progress, right? Just get the ball rolling again. A walk, dinner, late night chatting, meeting our entire overwhelmingly waspy family at once. Well, I, I truly wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Okay, so um, that's it, right? This is everything? I think so. Jesus, you folded my underwear? It's more efficient to pack it like that. Ugh, barf, Mom. Whatever, you can throw it all over your room when you get to Magda's. See if I care. I'll tell Magda you told me to do that. See you in the fourth. Sadly. Oh, hey, bud. Yeah? Hey, before you... I just... Derek stopped by the house this morning. Derek Lawson? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. He was looking for you. Okay. Why is Derek Lawson stopping by the house looking for you, Joe? Uh, he didn't say? No, he didn't say. Why didn't you come get me? You know why I didn't come get you. Well, then I can't Have answer. you been talking to him? No. <laughs> I mean, he heard I was in the hospital. He called me when I was, you know, just to say... To say... Jesus, you know, just say hey and what's up and glad you're not fucking dead, that stuff. Okay, but why did he come here? Because he's my friend. Look, Chelsea, he's just an old friend of mine. Yeah, I, I know who he is, Joey. I know what kind of friend he is. What do you want, Chelsea? You've been, for a year, Joey, you've been doing so good. Good? This is doing good? Are you fucking kidding me right now? Look, I know. Look, you don't. P please stop with the... Don't. Look, I know. You don't. Please stop with the... <sighs> Chelsea, don't worry. I'm worried. I got a great chance right now. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Don't fuck it up, Joe. Now, where'd you get that idea? Right. Joey exits. Two, scene seven. Helena's living room a month or so later. Helena is reading on her couch. She turns the pages and doesn't need to check her hands compulsively. The mail slot in her front door opens and a flyer floats through. Helena hears this and gets up to check on the flyer. It's a lost pet sign. Hello, Joey. Hey, Lena. I didn't see you there. You could just knock. This works so well. Joey flicks the mail slot and lets it bang shut repeatedly. Helena opens the door. Get in. Joey enters. You see our latest project? Zephyr is missing, I see. Gone with the wind. Very clever. Thank you. You been working on that one? All afternoon. Do you want some tea or something? Mm, still don't like tea. Still trying. Sit for a minute? Aren't we going to go? What's your hurry? There's a lost yellow lab to find. Slave driver. All right, I'll get my shoes. Is it cold out? Cold? No, it's like Satan's fucking sauna outside. Aren't you dying in that? Yeah, I need to do laundry. One sec. She exits to retrieve her shoes. Joey fusses with his sleeves, rolling them up a little, but peeking under them to see how far up he can roll before revealing his fresh track marks. Helena returns. How's the invalid? Doing great. She's really taking the crutches. What? I thought she hated the crutches. Oh, she does. I think she just uses them out of spite. She's hate using them. Well, at least she's more mobile. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do when she doesn't need me anymore. Get more sleep? What do you mean? Magda told me she finds you nodding off on the couch all the time. I get tired in the afternoons, right? Magda can piss off. Whoa. She wasn't saying it like that. She didn't mean anything by it. So are you gonna look for jobs soon? Mm, easier said. What job am I qualified for that wouldn't make me want to shoot myself? Or other people? I don't know. You like helping Magda, don't you? Yeah, but that's Magda. I think most old, infirm people would be absolutely shit to talk to. Okay, well, jeez, I don't know. 
That's very helpful. We'll figure it out. It's fine. I'm sure there's something you could do that would be acceptable to you. It's not like I'm a snob or anything. No, you're just too good to work at a paying job at McDonald's. You think I'm some fucking idiot, don't you? Do you need a snack or something? No. No, I'm, I'm sorry. You sure? Yeah, I didn't mean to snap. I'm fine, really. I just get... With jobs, it's... I know. No, I know. Mm-hmm. You ready to go? Ben ready. Do they have one of your groupie things for job seekers? No, but they do have an N.A. one, if that seems really... I don't need an A. Okay, I wasn't, I wasn't saying... I'm not saying that you do. I'm just saying my groupie things have been really helping. Look! See? Alana takes a bunch of coasters and stacks them on the coffee table. Wow. I know, right? Who are you? I know, right? Proud of you, Alana. Aw, shucks. I'm serious. Aw, shucks. Serious. Helena kisses Joey. Oh, I thought... I thought we... We said slow. Good, this is slow. This is very slow. Jesus, listen to me. When I think it's slow, it's... I know. I know, I know, I know. I just... I... I want to be good for you. Joey, I know. What more could you... I'm just being careful. Okay? Okay. I'm gonna... I'll go start the air conditioning in the car. Elena brushes past Joey and squeezes his arm at the elbow on her way out. He winces. Joey looks after her, holding his arm where she touched him. He hangs his head and sighs, then exits after her, closing the door. This episode of At the Table was produced by Haley Shibble, who designed our logo. It was mixed and edited by Marcus Thornbagala, music by Marcus as well. And as always, our hosts are Rachel Flynn and Ned Donovan. We'd like to take a minute to thank the cast and Shannon Deep for giving us her play to produce. Make sure to tune in in two weeks to hear Shannon talk about the play, the election. Yes, because we recorded her interview a few days after the election in November, deliberative theater, and a whole lot more. At the Table is produced by Charging Moose Media, telling great stories through new media. And as always, please rate and subscribe. Every little bit helps towards helping us continue to produce new seasons of the show and develop new work. Hope you enjoy this episode, and we'll catch you soon.